Hey, what's up, New Hope Community Church? Good morning. This is Patrick Machado. I am the youth director here. And again, I have the privilege of bringing you the message this morning here at 8 a.m. online and on YouTube. Um, we just are thankful for you to be able to join and, and share in a message that we'll be uh, giving again at 10 a.m. in person. So if, if you um, don't catch this and you want to come down and and join us, please join us in person here at Kahala Mall in the Antioch Room um, at 10 a.m. for live in-person service, live worship, um, people to talk to, fellowshipping, and um, we'd love to have you. But if, if you're online and, and that's your thing, awesome. Well, we have a message for you today, and uh, it's going to be coming out of 1 Peter 1.13. And a few you know, months ago, our pastor, Pastor John Dan Gannon, gave a message from this piece of scripture about go for broke hope and, in, and Jesus being our, uh, our, our hope that we put everything into. And I, I want to expound on that and, and kind of take it from the beginning of the verse. Um, and so if you have your Bible, hopefully you're ready. Um, maybe you got a tablet or your phone that has your scripture. And if you don't, it'll be up on the screen as I read and you can read along with me. But we're going to be in 1 Peter again, and that's going to be one thirteen. Therefore, and here's the key, prepare your minds for action. Keep sober in spirit. Fix your heart completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. That's right. Prepare your minds for action. All right. Well, let's pray and then we'll get going on in this message. Dear Lord, thank you so much for today. Thank you that you allowed us to wake up this morning. Thank you that you gave us breath, um, that you gave us mobility. Um, we pray for those that are dealing with any kind of sickness, any illness, uh, any trials or that in, in the hospitals and, and dealing with things where they are not able to maybe even um, have support. So would you send your love, your care, um, may you send people to surround them and show them the love of Jesus Christ. May you just um, uh, love on those that, are, are, that don't even have the benefit of just the daily grace that's given to us, that we get to get up, right? We get to run around, we get to um, drive our cars. Some, some people are, are, aren't privy to the things that we've been blessed with in this life. So would you bless them, find ways to love on them. And for this message, will you prepare us to receive, receive a word from you, prepare our minds, our souls, and our bodies for action, right? And uh, we just love you, Lord. We are entrusting in you what this word has for each and every one of us. We pray this in your name. Amen. Well, as a youth leader, all right, I'm the youth leader here at our church. And not only a youth leader, I am the father of five kids, okay? And um, one of them can't speak, but, you know, uh, you find yourself as a person who oversees young people saying a lot, what in the world? Are they thinking like what what made you right come on now what made you think of doing that like what possessed you like I, I remember when I was a kid think about when you were a kid and your parents looking at you going what the heck's wrong with you why did you do that right 
Like, I remember my grandma screaming at me when I rode uh, my bike and I kept crashing on this ramp we made and it kept falling apart. And she was like, you fell down so many times. Why are you still doing it? Right. We, there's just things you're like, why? Why, why, why? And you know what the response is all the time? I don't know. I can't. T Sometimes I can't tell you why. And I love it because it's not just if we have to be honest, right? It's not just kids. Right. Come on, let's be honest. It's not just kids that do boneheaded things that don't really think things through. Can you think about a few things? I was thinking about it as like, uh, I mean, of course, as adults, um, we look at other adults, maybe adults in government, and we're like, man, what are these guys thinking? Come on. We, we, we look now outside and we see the rail still being built and still being taxed upon the people and we still don't want it. And it's still coming and it's still there, right? And we're like, why? What were people thinking? Why is this happening? Who is making money off of this? Where is it going? What is it doing? What are we doing with this, right? It's like, what, what is happening? And, and, and it's, just, it's just like, who makes these decisions? And it gets all in our minds. It's, it's in our minds where we're like, I don't get it. What are you thinking? What am I thinking? Who's thinking what? Right. And and I, I got to tell you, um, I did a lot of thinking, a lot of mental work in the last week. Of course, a lot of heartbreak and a, and a lot of heart ish like heart things. Right. Because when you're dealing with a person and you're dealing with Jesus, it's always going to be the heart. But when we looked in first Peter, right. 113, he's like, prepare your minds. Why is that? Well, I, the last week, like I said, has been the probably one of the hardest weeks um, my family and I have been through in a while. It's, it's been a tough week um, for sure. It's been a frustrating week. Uh, and let me share just a few things on why it was frustrating, right? Like, uh, let me say these three letters, um, the DMV, okay, the DMV. And if you've played the DMV game, you can tell me how lame that game is, right? The DMV game is lame. Uh, what should have took one day, a few hours, actually spent spend a few hours on one day and many hours on another day okay we, we we literally wanted to do everything done on a monday okay which is my fault already because it's my sabbath day and i'm not supposed to be doing, but me you know like we we wanted to get it done my wife took off work and what took a couple of hours to only find out i would have to come back again multiple times that friday all right not only that, let me, let me throw out four letters. Hiko. That's right. Hiko. The only game in town when it comes to electricity, right? And their prices are going up and up and up. And our, and our bank accounts are going down and down and down. To the point where we shut our water heater off basically all day. There's a window, there's a small window where uh, we put the heater on for our kids to take a bath and then it's right back off 
and uh, it's hot anyway so for me I just take cold showers but like we're doing these small things right because the costs and our bank account man uh, if you didn't know our, our van got um, broke down especially a van we we still owe money on and, and there's no way of replacing it uh, to replace the motor the engine of this van would cost more than the van itself and so uh, it's just been sitting there and this van got ticketed and towed within 36 hours we had no idea within 36 hours the, our van was gone we had to go we had to go pick it up and have it towed all the way back to our house like all these things are happening within a one week span and this is just a few things that were going on on top of other things and it just felt like non-stop relentless attacks over and over and over again and I, mentally I felt fatigued um, and, and but it, I also felt fatigued because I knew I had to press in and, and, and that's where first Peter 1:13 kind of struck me it, it's kind of where a lot of things struck me it, it, it I had to become someone that in a short amount of time dug in and got real about my mental state right like and I love it because it said hey prepare your minds for actions what are you gonna do what are you gonna how are you gonna react what are you gonna do in this life and Peter's saying you're gonna set your hope on Jesus you're gonna go all in right if you if you go back on YouTube you can watch Pastor John's message on bro go for broke hope like we're going for broke I'm gonna throw all my chips in on Jesus and so I hope this message, of course, this is something I spoke to myself for, for at least two weeks now. I've, I've been speaking a message I had no idea I would be bringing to you, um, to myself. And I hope it benefits you. I hope it speaks to you. But this is something coming from a place of a lot of prayer and time. And, and, and this is how I arrived uh, with the title of this message. And, and uh, I titled it, A Disciple's Mindset. And why I'm calling it a disciple's mindset is because if I, you know, the youth leader, if I, a person on staff at the church, if I, the follower of Jesus Christ, now, you don't have to be all those things, but if you say you follow Jesus, you gave your life to him, and you are a disciple, this is the mindset we got to be having. We're preparing everything for because the mind is where things come through our eyes, where we see things, where we feel things, we process it here, and sometimes we let it here, and sometimes we let it out with our hands. And are we doing the right things by allowing it in here and doing it with our hands? Right? What are the actions we're gonna take when we allow it in, process it, and then actions out? Again, we're going to face a lot of things. You and I, we're going to face things in our lives. And we're going to, it's going to be good times. It's going to be bad times. And Peter is saying, hey, you've got to prepare your mind. Well, Paul says this in Colossians. He, he's warning you for those that don't want to prepare your minds. It says in Colossians 2.8, See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy right and thinking empty deceit words according to human traditions like what are the things that traditionally we do together according to elemental spirits of the world and that is not according to Christ 
Like we got to train our minds to be aware of the things that might take us mentally, right? The words that we allow into our heads, um, the traditions we've been taught that our memories are in us, right? What are we allowing the, the, the spirits of the world to enter into our lives that has nothing to do with Jesus? So we got to be preparing our minds to be ready so that we would not be taken captive mentally so that we would make foolish, captive mistakes physically, spiritually. We don't want to make those mistakes, all right? And so here is the heart of the message. If, you, if there's nothing you take away, and this is the only thing you can remember, it's remember our minds, uh, remember... Uh, here it is it's going to be the heart of the message right here we prepare our minds by training it to be on Jesus and his redeeming power we prepare our minds by training it to be on Jesus and his redeeming power again you are going to have great weeks good weeks And it's going to be easy to praise Jesus. But when you have those tough weeks, right? When your bank account's dipping, your cars are breaking down, police are giving you tickets, this is happening, your kid is failing in a grade, right? Your boss is riding you hard. Traffic, why traffic? There's construction, there's a pop tire, like all these things are happening. Can you still go for broke? Can you still be a disciple and have that mindset set on Jesus? Because it's not gonna be a day, it's not gonna be a thing that happens in a day. Like a lot of things, it doesn't happen in a day, it happens daily. You're not gonna get it in one day, it's gonna, you're going to get it over a multitude of days of daily training, right? I, I can't just wake up next day and, and go for a run, and then that next day I'm thin, right? It's going to be multiple days of running to get thin. It's going to take a multitude of training and being in front of Jesus to be someone that really has a disciple's mindset. All right, so let's jump into point one. And point one is going to be, yeah, you got it. Have a mind set on hope. Have a mind set on hope. And if you don't know by now, our hope is Jesus Christ. So have a mind that's set on him. Again, in 1 Peter 1.13, right, we're, we're preparing our minds for actions. We're doing all these things because why? Because we have hope in Jesus. Colossians 3, ter- um, 3, 2 says this, right? Paul says to the church here, he says, set your minds on things that are above or the things of heaven, not on the things that are on earth. Set the things above, set your mind on the things above, not on earth. We, when you say set, you mean um, he means to establish or have a base, have a, have a beginning, have a, have Something that you can fall on, a foundational thing. And that foundational thing is going to be our minds on Jesus, the eternal things, heavenly things, right? Jesus is our hope. Hope is forever. 
Jesus is forever. These are the things. Like, we're not going to be putting it on other things. We're, we're establishing a foundation mentally that is on Jesus. And when I think about foundations and base and, and beginning and, and, and setting, uh, it made me think about mixed martial arts, right? MMA. And uh, there's many kinds of fighting styles, right, out there in the world from different genres and different countries and, 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 and variations of that. But arguably, one of the most important martial arts a person can learn is, right, a great base. If you start with something, this is a great start, is wrestling. Wrestling is arguably the number one foundation every mixed martial artist needs. And here's why. A great wrestler dictates where fights happen. Yeah. If you are, a gr are great at wrestling and you're good at boxing, here's what you can do. I'm going to take you down. Oh, his jiu-jitsu is crazy. Guess what? I'm not going to let him take me down anymore, and I'm going to strike with him. Maybe you got a striker, all-world kickboxer standing in front of you. If your wrestling is good enough, you can take that striker down, submit them, hold them down, control the pace and dictate the fight. That's what a great wrestler does. And Paul, Paul and Peter, they're saying, hey, set your mind on Jesus. When your mind is focused and determined and based on and established in Jesus and him being our hope, you dictate where and how your life goes. Where is it going? What are you thinking about? What are you going to do? What is, like it is about your, this is the base skill of training your mind. It is the beginning. It's the first. Like this is the thing. If you got this, right? If, if you got this, then you can determine or discern really what you are going to do with a tough week, a good week, an annoying week, a frustrating week, a hurtful week. Like whatever your days has for you, a mindset on Jesus has a potential, has a greater potential for winning because it's not about you, but it's about what Jesus is doing, right? We're not putting it on the things of this earth that will pass away, will fade, will die. We're placing it on Jesus Christ that never passes away, that defeated death, that overcame it all. So let's read um, 1 Peter 1.13 again, where it says, Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Right? We're going to get ready. We know we got to do something in life. If you're not doing, you're dying. All right? So prepare your minds for action. Keep sober in spirit. Fix your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus. When you figure out that it is Jesus and not you, right? And that's why we set our hope on Jesus. That's why we set our mental state, our disciples' mental state on Jesus because it is his power that will get us through it, right? It is not, it, this is a humble, this is a stepping back. I'm going to step back and learn. I'm going to step back and train. I'm not going to be the master of my domain. I'm going to let Jesus be the master of my mind. And he is going to train me. I'm going to focus on him. He's my source. He is the victor 
right? He's not the competitor. We, we are competing, but he already won. Why not step into his victory over death, over this life, over all things, right? And so we, we look to him and we humbly set our minds on Jesus, our hope. Point two is going to be have a mind of renewal. Have a mind of renewal. You want to have a disciple's mindset? You're going to have to have a mind of renewal. Paul the Apostle talks about renewal um, to the church of Corinth. In 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old passed away. Behold, the new has come. So he's saying, hey, hey, as long as when you said yes to Jesus Christ, the old things, the old things you thought about, the old way of thinking, the old, um, maybe the old things that has happened to you mentally, those things, we're going to push that aside. We're going to let go of those. those. Those are dead. That died. That passed away. But I am stepping into a new mindset, a new thing, because my, we're, we're set on Jesus. So we're allowing Jesus to renew our minds. Again, he shares in Romans to the church of Rome in 12.2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what the will of God, um, what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. See, Paul here is talking about using metanoia or the idea of repentance. It's the renewing or turning from, right? So the, the old things have gone, he says. Um, the new things have come. Um, we are to not conform to the ways of this world. So when we, when we realize that we're new, uh, we don't conform back to those ways of thinking. We're, we're sticking and renewing. We're constantly turning back. We're constantly redeeming. We're constantly allowing Jesus to redeem us from sinful behavior, right? When we, we stray away, when we wander, we come back again. This is just um, Paul saying, hey, it's not going to be a one-time deal. This is a, a training of getting your mind off the old, the dead, the past, the way, the, the, the thoughts that you had, the ways you thought, the ways you did things, to a new, enlightened, bright future that I have for you as Jesus Christ. And you are my disciple, right? That These are the things. Jesus is my, um, Jesus is my master. He's my uh, teacher. He's my uh, shepherd. He is my all in all. He's my king. And so we're stepping into allowing him to lead, him to do things. Old ways pass away, new things to come. And so let's read. Um, right after 13 in 1 Peter, it says this uh, in one fourteen: As obedient children, do not be conformed to the former lust which were yours in your ignorance, right? In your ignorance. You didn't know better. And so, um, so as now as obedient children or disciples of Christ, we don't conform back to those ways of lust and sin and pride, and, and, but more to humility, right? And following and setting our minds on Jesus and uh, and I've shared this before, and and uh, we, I talked about it in other messages. But um, maybe some things that we've, we've had to feel and deal with as people um, from Hawaii, 
right? We, we deal with um, pride a lot. We, we as a Hawaiian, um, of course, you know, businessmen of the U.S. Uh, coming and, and kind of stealing the Hawaiian kingdom away. And, and all those things build up in a person. And, and that's unchangeable. I can't change that hurt, uh, the past. I can't change the things that has happened to my people. But here's what I can change. I can change the fact that it'll, it makes me angry. It drives me to anger. It drives me to hurt. Because here's the thing. I have Jesus now. And so if I set my mindset on Jesus, if I set my hope in him, I'm, as a disciple, I'm guaranteed to a greater kingdom, far greater than any Hawaiian kingdom, any United States, greater than any country that could ever exist on this earth because my kingdom that I get to be a part of, his kingdom, Jesus' kingdom that I get to be a part of, right, that I get to rep is forever will never fall, will never be overtaken, will never die. The kingdom of heaven, that's what matters most. And so there's going to be things in your head that you're like, Ugh, I can't. Um, and let's read this last scripture I have. Um, Colossians 2.8 See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to elemental spirits of the word, and not according to Christ. Right? Again, be careful. Be careful of the old ways to take you captive. You've been given freedom. Jesus has set you free by his blood. You have a new life and a new life to live right now. Do not go back. Do not be captive, held captive by the things that are uh, maybe your people, my people, our people have gone through because you've been set free in Jesus. Right? Hey, I I've been mistreated. That's fine. Set your mind on Jesus and you will remember that you have been set free from those hurts there are things in this world, yes, that is broken. Brokenness is a thing. It covers this planet. And we are in it. And we are broken. But a mind set on him, a mind set on him gets to be a part of his great power, his great doings, his great kingdom. And that's where a disciple's mindset needs to be. Because he is the hope of the world that we're looking for. So I got three just kind of questions, three practical questions you can ask yourself if you um, are looking to have a disciple's mindset. These are three questions you want to be asking yourself to continue to train your mind, right? Renew your mind. And the first one is going to be, who sits on the throne in my life? In my life, who's sitting on the throne? Am I sitting on the throne? Is past experiences sitting on the throne? Right? Are political issues sitting on the throne? Or is Jesus Christ sitting on the throne, ruling over the kingdom that I'm a part of? Who is on the throne? Who's ruling? Who's making all the decisions? A disciple's mindset is set on Jesus. He is the one who's sitting on the throne. 
Another question is, what consumes me? Like, what takes up my time? What takes up my mental capacity? What takes up my focus? What takes up and what consumes me? What is consuming me? Is it the hurt of people's words before? Is it traditions? Is it ethnicity? Is it, what is it? Is it the news? Is it social media? What, what is consuming you? Because if it isn't Jesus, then, and it isn't his word, it, and it's not the problem. I'm not saying you gotta constantly be 100% of the time in your Bible, but when things arise, those, that's what we go to, right? If, if every time a bad thing happens, I drink, then well, why, why is that? Oh, because that's what consumes you, consumes you. When, when the rush comes over, right? When, when what's going to, what's going to, what are we going to do? What are you going to do? And so as a disciple, our mindset is, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to pray more. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean into maybe surrounding myself with worship music. When I get in the car, it's all worship music. Not even worship music. Even if it's just for a week straight, I need to be immersed in Jesus. Last question, where is my support coming from? Where is my support coming from? Where's your support coming from? Is your support coming from likes and clicks on Instagram? Is your support coming from validation from people um, in the workplace? Like you feel like you're not a great person because no one has given you a raise or a bonus or acknowledges you. Is it from men, basically? Or is your support system based off of Jesus and what he's doing, right? Great fellowship with people at church. Maybe someone that encourages you. You know those people. You know the people, right? There's some people in our family that loves on us, but they also drag us down. But who's the ones just, man, I just boost you, feed you, encourage you, pray for you. They, they support you. Like, ride or die, they support you. And there's only going to be a few of them, and that's okay. Not everybody's got everyone that supports them. All right, but first and foremost, Jesus will never leave your side. Jesus will never, like, if, if Jesus is not a part of the answer to these three questions in your life, in any way, right? Like, even if it's the church and it's fellowship and it's support, that's Jesus' church. That is Jesus filling those people to support you, okay, right? Jesus on the throne, it's his kingdom, so we get to be a part of that. God's word, is it consuming? Am I consuming it? Am I even doing it? Am I, am I getting it daily? Am I, am I trying to, like, consume? Like, do I, like, if I eat every day, I gotta get some kind of word from Christ every day. Because that's what it's gonna take. Our mental state, it starts there. When, when we allow things in, what am I allowing things into my mind? Am I allowing Christ to renew my mind? Is my mind set on Him so that He can renew my mind? Like, it, is it, what is coming in? Because when we let it here, man, if we're not set on Him, because you're going you're gonna to take it in, right? You're going to take in the bad, you're gonna take, it's going to go in. But a mind that's set on hope and renewed by Jesus, like, okay, then right back out. But one without it, 
I don't know, I haven't heard from Jesus for a long time, I haven't read my Bible, I haven't prayed in a while, easily hurt comes in, goes to our hearts. Now we think that's who we are, we think that's what we're supposed to be doing, we think that, right? And our actions start to walk in a way that doesn't represent a disciple. And so as, as a disciple of Jesus, I, I hope you would prepare your mind to lean on him and allow him to refresh you. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you so much for today. We're so humbled by you. We love you. Um, thank you for those that come meet their needs. And we hope that we would have a mindset that is all about you and your redeeming power. We love you, Lord. Pray this in your name. Amen. Well, thank you so much for coming. Uh, we appreciate you. We hope to see you next week. And again, if you have um, any time at 10 a.m. on Sundays in person, come to Kahala Mall at the Antioch Room. We'd love to talk to you. So have a great week and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Bye.